Welcome to a belated SFL podcast. Basically two weeks in the making. We are off of a fresh, fresh bye week of podcasting. This is your host, Dylan J. Lauer, the owner of My Dad Owns a Dealership, joined by his trusty co-host, John Hancock. Yeah, we don't work on a Patriots bye week. No. It's our bye week as well. Yeah, it's it's a mental relaxation, reset button. Mm-hmm. Um, let's hope we don't come out of the bye week like the Patriots did, though, and lose to the Seahawks on a Sunday night. Hopefully we don't lose to the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, that was a bummer. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. Well, it's actually there. It's, it's there, but it's not it's here. It's not here. Right. Uh, this is more of a fantasy football No, this is more discussion. real than that bullshit. <laughs> um, anyway, that week off, I, I think it was a nice little reset. I hope uh, people were yearning for the podcast. We do apologize that we didn't have it. We had some scheduling difficulties, but we are back and better than ever. And now we have our post-trade deadline week. That's it, man. I had some threats, actually. When the podcast did not air last did t- you? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, um, some of them were of the death variety. When I said mental relaxation, I meant I hid in a, under a rock, mm-hmm. like mentally. Yeah. I was gone. I turned off all my computer, my computers, my phones. All was all gone. I don't believe that for a second. Yeah, it's actually not true. Okay. I played WoW every day. Mm. Um, so, basically... <laughs> basically yeah that trade deadline uh we're gonna get into that a little bit later we have a pretty good show lined up for everybody today but that trade deadline i know a team got mad at you the trade deadline came and went all right and somebody so, got mad at you for it and yeah, it's like but, it was your fault that nothing happened yeah but that's in the past okay yeah even though they're still i'm pretty sure they're still holding a grudge however yeah, me personally, not my team. Right, right. Another owner got yeah. mad at me. I mean, I think. Do, do you mind if we tell them what the, what the deal on the table was? Yeah, I'd like to know. <laughs> no, you tell them. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I know Gee wanted Alshon Jeffrey. Okay, so McGee and the Brady Bunch wanted Alshon Jeffrey and Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. Right. That's a big one. That's crazy. And what did they want from you? That's who he wanted from me. Oh, I mean, what did you he, want from He me? was going to give me Tom Brady and... Um, uh, Blunt or somebody. No, Devontae Freeman. Yeah, Freeman, right, yeah. 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 And um, when I saw, I mean, it was going to be Le'Veon Bell for Brady and Freeman straight up, I thought. Right. I misunderstood. Then he added Alshon Jeffrey in the trade. And this and is pre-suspended Alshon Jeffrey. Right, and I was like, fuck that. Alshon is going to come back and Jay ball Cutler's out. back, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and then he got suspended. So I'm wishing I got the trade done. But, uh, you know, I would feel bad. I'm going to share with you a text I got at 8.09 a couple nights ago. 8.09 p.m.? Yeah. A couple nights ago. What so post trade that post-trade deadline. Oh, after the trade deadline. Yeah. Because I, I just got news that Alshon Jeffrey was suspended, and yeah. I texted both you and him. Because uh, I knew about the trade, and right. I said, oh, man, you should have traded Alshon. And I t- texted him, good thing you didn't take Alshon. <laughs> and he goes, he would have come with Bell. I didn't really care. I would have done the trade without Alshon. John didn't respond. Why did he stick him in the trade? We told him straight up. Well, that's the thing. He's always trying to get a little bit more. Oh, Lord. So, ver- like, and I'll even show you the text right here. If my phone doesn't... I gotta tell you, though. I'm really glad okay. to still have Le'Veon. Yep. He would have come with Bell. I really care. Yep. Well, huh. So, 
You, I mean, you could have... But, okay, now thinking about this, would you have wanted Tom Brady, who only scored 11 points last Hell week? Hell no. And Devontae Freeman is Devontae. I mean, he's okay, but he's no Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell got 30-something points. Right. Yeah, I can't beat that. And the thing is, that division that the Steelers are in isn't the most exciting, as it once was, but that division is a must-win now. Like, yeah. they're not walking away with the victory. We're looking at Beckham and Helmets. The Ravens are in first place. Right. So that means Le'Veon Bell still has meaningful games He's ahead of him. He's got balling out to do. Right. And so meanwhile, I look over here at the Falcons, who are comfortably in first place oh, in yeah. their division. Are they going to use Devontae Freeman as much as the Steelers are going to use Le'Veon Bell? Probably not. They might save him for the playoffs. Later, they might say, Devontae, Later in the year, you're right. Yeah, share some more carries. Right. So that's why I'm worried about Panthers players. It's getting to the point where they are th- they're done. They are done. Right. Are those players going to put in as much effort as you would want going into weeks 15 and 16 where seasons are already determined? Now, I'm looking at the playoffs. Uh, I'm thinking, I hope Cam Newton would. He seems to have a certain level of tenacity. Are we watching the same Cam Newton? Cam Newton's got <laughs> fire when he's on the field. Okay. I, I think you're mistaking fire with uh, flamboyance. He doesn't want to lose. You mean flaming? Flaming. <laughs> he's flaming. No, I'm uh, not in a bad way. I'm yeah. just saying he likes. To, he's a showman. He's I think a he showman. hates to lose, though. He obviously does. Correct. I will say and that. Yes. I think that he'll he'll find a way to get fancy points. You know what's funny is I. Here's the thing. We know Tom Brady hates to lose. Yes. Hates, hates to lose. It. Cam Newton doesn't hate to lose as much as Tom Brady. I mean, yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, you watch their post-game presser after a after a loss. Brady is generally got his head held high, looking forward to next week. Well, one's mature and one isn't. One's he, thirty nine and is one's an adult, twenty yeah. whatever. Yeah, twenty whatever. Um, Cam seems to be a sour puss. Yeah, I mean, he's Cam, mainly mad at the rest. If we though. look back at Cam's short tenure at the University of Florida, um, he left, went to a JUCO. Then went to uh, to Auburn. What's a JUCO? Junior college. So you don't have to sit out a year. Are you kidding me? A D2 school. He did? Yeah. See, I didn't know. But he won a national championship as a, at JUCO. I didn't know. But here's the thing. That's the type of person he was. While Tom Brady stuck it out of Michigan. I'm just trying to show yeah. you the type of person Cam is right. to kind of play devil's advocate. I don't think he's going to go all in. He's mm. been hit more than any other quarterback. He's done. He's like, get me out of this season. This is a shit show. Let me get to the offseason and rest. Well, damn, let me take him out of my lineup then. I'll put in uh, Tyrod Taylor. Am I selling Taylor. you on this? Yeah. But here's the thing. And I'll guarantee, and I'm almost willing to put money on this. Next two weeks, Panthers are going to lose one of those two. They're going to say the season's over. Yeah. All of a sudden, he has a slightly torn meniscus or something. Right. right. And, right. And, he, and, he, and he sits for the rest or of the concussive year. Or concussive signs. I think the Panthers, if they're franchise quarterback, are going to put him in there on a lost season? No. Hell no. Um, however, maybe Tyrod Taylor, the Bills are right. Are Bills are fighting close for close in third. They're fighting for playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. So you think I'd go with Tyrod if if uh, if you it's believe the in, two of them? Yeah, if you believe in the matchup is similar. Yeah, I think that you have to go with the player that has more to wager. Yeah, more to gain more by to, playing yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, I think so because Cam, it's like he gets a touchdown. What does it mean? They're not going to win. They're not going to the playoffs right now. Tyrod Taylor, boom, and. You know how you get a lot of points from Cam Newton on the ground? Sure. He's not going to run when the game's not meaningful. That's true. He's going to slide, throw it out of bounds. He doesn't want to get hurt. Yeah, he's not going to get hurt for nothing. a meaningless. Yeah. God, Le'Veon Bell is so good. But Le'Veon Bell is the complete opposite where he has to go all in. He's got 161 points already. Mm-hmm. 
He's averaging 26.9 I mean, a game. He's no Ezekiel Elliott. 27 points a game he's averaging. What's Ezekiel Elliott averaging? It's 100. 100? I don't know. He put up 50 last week. That's ridiculous. That'll help your average. I mean, he's MVP. I mean, it's him or Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like Tom Brady. No. But, I mean, honestly, the, through how many picks did you throw that game? One. Oh, just one. But still, Ezekiel's just beast. 120 yards a game. If we're going off turnovers, Tom Brady gets it. Ezekiel's already fumbled a few times. Oh, for sure, but he's played nine games. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into uh, let's get into some stuff before we get into the SFL Sunday Sunday Football League, which I'm really proud of. I just wanted to say that I'm really proud of this league. I'm really having fun with everybody. So hopefully, everybody's still having a really good time, even though we are getting to the the tail end of the regular season. Remember, there's only one more out of conference game, and then we are immediately into our final three division games. Notice that that yeah. Yeah. Sorry, John's looking at the uh, standings. And notice if you look at the standings next to Chalupa Bamford. Eliminated from division contention. Meaning okay. she could still make the playoffs, but if, she's not winning the division. If the entire East right now stops winning and she wins four more games. She can't win the division. She, but she can go into the into the playoffs. Correct. But she cannot win the division. Right. Chalupa Batman is eliminated mathematically from yeah. division contention. And yeah. it's really cool that it brings that up. Yeah, that is cool. All right. So before we get into the SFL, like I said, a couple announcements. Football, Saturday morning. Last week was a Debbie Downer of a weekend. We did not play a thing, except John and I did play some awesome golf at a really, really wet course. The I think the spirit of Arnold Palmer was with me that day. Yeah. Why? Just on, one, just on one shot. Which one? It was at par three. I had a really good approach shot uh-huh. from 70 yards out. I felt it. Wait, you approached on a par three? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, that's oh, the one I shanked it into the trees and it bounced back into the middle of the fairway. Hold on, hold on. Let's backtrack. Tell Nobody us about cares. this one. It's hole number two. It's the hole no, three. It's, hole it's three. like six. No, it's hole it? three. It's a par three. It was a par three, hole number three. Um, it's 165 yards. I pull out the six irons, set up the tee real good. It's uphill, really uphill. Yeah. So you got to get it up there. Right. Right in front of the green, there are two massive crater bunkers. Yeah. That if you get in, good luck. Yeah. I shanked it way out of bounds to the right. It About hit a to tree. hit a kid. Right. I'm pretty sure it hit a, kid a tree with a crack and actually went right back in the middle of the fairway. Um, you know what's funny is lucky. right when you hit that, right when it cracked off the tree and bounced towards the middle of the, the fairway, if you want to call There's it on no a part fairway, three. Right? There's no part three. Yeah. So I look at John and I say, John, line back up. Right. And, and I look at it and it basically went straight. Straight. It's 40 yards. Wherever it ended, it was straight. Yards, right? yeah. uh, so anyway, you. You hit the tree. It magically appears 50 yards in front of you. Dead center. Dead center. Yeah. You and go up. When I And then I, I pulled out the sand wedge, which is like my 70-something yard club. Uh, and when I set up, I swear to you, I felt a tingling sensation in the back of my neck. I felt hands on my shoulders mm-hmm. as if guiding me through the swing. As soon as the ball... It was either Arnold Palmer or Chubbs from <laughs> Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Chubbs. One hand. It was Chubbs, yeah. <laughs> As, yeah, as soon as the as soon as the the ball was hit by the uh, the club, I just knew it was pure shot. It was a beautiful shot, my best shot of Landed the day. Landed within I think. what six seven. Feet? It was close. It was yeah. within thirty yards. <laughs> it was very close for my second hit. <laughs> it was a good game, uh, and I I'm, I hope somebody ventures out and plays around with us sometime. I think somebody said they would, right? Like Robert or somebody. I know Dean wants you to just them clubs, but either way, you can rent them. Whatever, come out. It's fun. I still have a couple extra irons if anybody yeah. wants to uh, hock them off me. So, um, yeah, football on Saturday, 8 in the morning. Make sure you guys are there. 
We already we have six confirmed. Yeah. If you do not show up, what are we going to do to him? We're just not going to invite him anymore. Okay, I'm cool with that. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably already agreed, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right? The only person that isn't listening to this podcast is Nathan. Because he's not in the league. Yes, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Okay, I forgot. Yeah, Nathan plays football with us, but he's not in the SFL. Um, but he will be there. Maybe next he's year, pretty kid. dependable. I know Alex. I, ho- I wonder if Alex is listening to this. No fucking way. He's he wants in, and we've already held a spot for him next year in the SFL. So he's gonna start listening early. Why not? I don't. Know. I hope you're listening, Alex. If you're listening, send me a text that says, "It's your boy. We NASA now. We go into space." All that. Um. It's, so do you want him to text you? Including the words all that? All of it. So, Correct punctuation and everything. So you wanted to say, it's your boy, we ask now, we go into space, all of that. Yeah. As a throwback homage to the great Nickelodeon show, all that. All that. Remember that show? Yeah, all that. Do you remember what it, what the subtitle of the show was? No. It was called All That, and then in parentheses it was, and some more. Nah, really? I made that up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And some more. I don't, know why, I don't know why I wanted to lie right now. <laughs> that was a good show, though. I don't remember what it was about. It was it was like the kids' SNL. It was Saturday Night Live, but for kids. Huh. Was it the show where the slime was no. sliming people? Mm-mm. Where it was like a game show? It was literally SNL. They had a host. They came out oh, and did a monologue. Oh, was that Kenan and Kel? It was, bef- it was right after Kenan and Kel. And Kenan Thompson was on it. They were on it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Because they would, fi- it, all that was live, just like SNL, I believe. Wow. So Keenan and Kel was filmed pre- pre- previously. Wow. And then they did the uh, all that. That's it was cool. all in like their nightly thing, the yeah. weekly thing, whatever. All it was that really good. and some more. I wonder if it's still good. I wonder if it holds up. I no. should go watch it. No way. Um, so Saturday, eight in the morning. Let's play some football. Get your friends, people. Sunday, uh, we're going. To, I, I wanted to throw this out there. I, I, there are no plans set in stone for this Sunday. This is week eleven. If anybody wants to meet for the 1 p.m. or 4 p.m. games, I don't want to make it a huge day where people are like exhausted afterwards. We could meet for the 1 o'clock games or the 4 o'clock games. Um, and I know Alex was telling us about Paddy Wagons, I believe it's called. Yeah, that's right next to uh, Miller's Fieldhouse. Yeah, and that looked pretty awesome. And he says it's actually awesome I hear for the football. food is fantastic, too. Yeah, and he says it's awesome for Sunday football. I know Miller's Fieldhouse is awesome. I would love to go there again. Yeah. Uh, just let me know. Text me and let me know. Uh, well, can, we can also talk about it Saturday. Another announcement for the league, though, this time. The ballots. I know we kind of alluded to this a couple weeks ago. There are going to be awards Yeah. on, on top of just the bronze mimosa for the, for the Super, Super Bowl. Superlatives of the SFL, if you will. Absolutely. And, I, and I'm still figuring out what we're going to give away for these awards. Uh, uh, not like a plaque or anything, but I don't know. Maybe if I can find it cheap enough. Maybe a paper plate award. Something fun. Um, but here right now, and I'm going to start passing those ballots out week 14. The last week of the regular season. And then you guys are going to vote on each of them. I tally up the votes, and it's basically chosen amongst the SFL owners. Is this going to be like a, a like a punch card type deal where yeah. we could possibly have a hanging Chad? Um, Will there be a recount mm, in the event of a multiple mm. hanging chads? I think if you if you are com- uh, you know convicted of voter fraud in the SFL, that is grounds for loss of draft picks Ooh. and a fine. Oh, so let's go with that. Okay, so no buying votes, right? No, you know you can campaign though. Yeah, you can campaign okay. absolutely. So, in speaking of campaigning, if you feel like you have a player or a coach in mind or something in mind for any of these awards, 
before the ballots come out, you make sure you want to make sure they're going to be on the ballot because there's only going to be a set number of guys on these ballots. I don't want the whole league because then we're going to have somebody <laughs> picking whatever they want. Right. So here are the awards right now. Coach of the year. Uh, we have everybody's going to be up for that. Coach of the year involves not only transactions, but lineup setting every week. Um, you know, anything dealing with personnel. Is that going to be you? Who knows? That's up for the league to decide. So I get to vote for me. What if everyone votes for themselves? Hmm. Then maybe I should lower it to like the t- like three good ones. Can I be one of the three? And what I'm going to do, <laughs> what I'm going to do, I think, is next to the name, put why they're going to be on the ballot. Okay. Like highest coaching percentage. Okay. You yeah. know, like based on stats. I mean, we see that. And then we decide based on those options if we think the award should go to the person with the highest coaching percentage, to the, the person record. who won the most games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Um, second one is MVP. Now, this is not who the best player is you're watching football on Sundays. I'm talking the SFL MVP. Who made that? Who, who is who the most the important? Team. Yeah. yeah, who is the most important guy on a team? Does it have to be a winning team? No. But here's the thing. If you look at the NFL, if we're going to take any uh, kind of, I don't know. I hate, I hate to tell you, but like if someone were to look at your team with everybody scoring so many points, it might be hard is there an MVP? to pick right. one. But you probably would say David Johnson, but but he's getting he's getting more points than everybody else. But that's because he's a running back. But your your wide receivers, your quarterbacks, they're all yeah, contributing. Julio's going on. I mean, like you're I, getting so many points that everyone's contributing. I have four guys who are ranked number one in their position. Yeah. Now here's the thing, though. The NFL notoriously always gives the award to the best player on the best team. That's just what they do. Right. Not the most statistically pleasing. Right. Because a lot of the time, the best statistical player is just because he's on a crap team and he's the only guy they got. Right. So are we going to go the NFL route where it's the best guy on the best team? Hmm. Um, Interesting. But I mean, right now, Ezekiel Elliott is beasting. DeMarco Murray might be up there too. Yeah. For uh, for how consistent, baller, just like unbelievable. However, he might be up for another award. Well, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. We're going. I'm going. We're gonna My have only to really point talk score. about it. We're going to. Ma- Should we make the ballots live on air or something? Yeah, or, I'm gonna. Cam- no, maybe that's I'm gonna too campaign much. hard. For I think Lady that's Bell. too much room for people to get mad. So I'm, I think we're I'm just gonna, gonna make campaign it. for Lady and Bell. Number three award, biggest bust. Now this is high draft picks that really failed. I think we're going to com- just completely outlaw injuries, though. We're outlawing injuries on this okay. one. No injuries can cannot constitute a biggest. So bust. I could technically win this for Dion Lewis. He hasn't played yet. If he comes in and just averages 40 <laughs> points a game, I will give you the award. If he averages oh, 40 I, was, I thought we were in the next one. My oh. bad. I thought we were in the next one. <laughs> Biggest bust. No, I don't think he can lose it. Um, uh, unless he comes in, puts up one point a game. Yeah. And completely is meaningless. I mean, I didn't pick team. him. I didn't draft him like in the first, second, or no. third round. I just and I can think of a couple guys drafted in the first or second round that yeah, are a little yeah. bit bigger bust than Dion Lewis. Yeah, for sure. So biggest bust is there, and then the last award that we have uh, so far, we might come up with more, is Diamond in the Rough. This is a low draft pick that has exceeded way expectations. Been on maybe a squad for the, a long time, maybe picked up in week one, week two, week three waivers that wasn't even drafted. Yeah. Yeah, something, you know, that was really surprising. By the way, Diamond in the Rough, for every league I've ever been in that I've run, that has always been an award. So it's it's Right. It's so does that mean best draft pick? Can we do a, a best draft pick? Because Diamond in the Rough can be somebody you picked up. Off the waivers. Right? Yeah, undrafted. Should we do a best, the best pickup from the draft, best draft pick? No, because then you get into this point where you're saying, 
Well, he could have been a, a third-round pick in this draft, but he's also a fourth-round pick in another draft. Okay, so what about best overall draft by a team? Who's winning games with oh, okay. the team they drafted? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that, that's an option. I like I'm, that. I'm into that. I'm into I that. wouldn't win it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Dean has any of the guys he drafted, so I think he's out. He's out. Yeah. He too. Yeah. Now, what we could do is if we really wanted to get into it, is have coach of the year yeah, and GM of the year or yeah, owner yeah, of the year. Like personnel, yeah. Right. So coaching is your percentage. Right. Like I have an 85%. Yeah. Other people have like 86, 87. Yeah. Those are coaches because they're choosing the right guys to play each week. Right. But the GM makes the, the transactions and the draft. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That'd be cool. We could see. Yeah. All right. So that's the, uh, the ballots. Make sure you guys are looking out for them week 14. All right, trade deadline. Um, really quick, we don't need to spend a lot of time on this, even though we spent so many weeks building up to this. How many trades happened? Zero. Zero right before the deadline? Zero. Cool. What's, what's next? Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to say, <laughs> it's not that shocking to me. The NFL is the same way. Everybody's yeah. so obsessed with, oh my God, who's going to get drafted at the deadline, or traded at the deadline, and then nobody does. It's just it's just the NFL. Yeah. Teams are, tr- are afraid to trade in the middle of seasons, and... It's very rare for an NFL team to trade player for player. It's almost always player for draft pick. Right. Almost. Right. And so, um, yeah, I think SFL just married the NFL um, and just didn't do anything. Then we did have some rumors, but we'll see. Maybe next year. All right, so moving on, SFL West and East. It's been dominated at the very beginning of the year. Very beginning. It was the SFL East, because, and, but they were going against each other. Mm-hmm. But I think it was dominated just because they were putting up a sheer amount of points. Yeah, they were putting a up a points. crap ton of points. Right. And then all of a sudden, the team, the divisions started playing each other, and the West kind of took over for a little bit. Yep. It's evening back up. We're near the tail end of the season, four weeks to go. Um, and the SFL West and the East are basically even with two teams apiece going to the playoffs. And they are only the teams that are above 500 right now. That would be my dad owns a dealership. Immaculate Reception, Romosexual, and Joe Buck yourself. Dean is in the playoffs right now. That puts right me now. out of the playoffs. That puts you out of the playoffs with Chalupa Batman, Martian Law, and McGee and the Brady Bunch. And if you asked me at the beginning of the year, I wouldn't say three of those. I don't know. That's really tough. I actually, when I saw the draft, when I saw the draft, to be honest, looking back, and this is 11 weeks ago, 12 weeks ago, right? I would say... I'm surprised about two of these teams. I'm only surprised about two of these teams. Hmm. I didn't see, and no offense to the owners, again, this is all looking at it from a news and objective perspective, is Immaculate Reception I did not see making it to the playoffs. I did not see that that team having a 6-4 season. Based on the draft. Based on the draft. Um, I also did not believe in Joe Buck yourself, Mm -hmm. but as we can see, he's 5-5. But again, you couldn't tell that from the draft because he has a completely new squad now. Yep. Romosexual. I thought he would be the team that's eight and two, nine and one right now. Right. I thought he was going to be the team that was dominant. I remember based week on two just or three, squad. he was looking very strong. Right. So and, and based on the draft, I'm just yeah. basing this off the draft. Mm. And Romosexual had a squad on the draft, so I was expecting him to be eight and two um, instead of me. I thought I would be around the six and four, seven and three area yeah. right now. Um, but other than that, though, I think those are the biggest surprise for me is Immaculate Reception and Joe Buck yourself. I'd like to point out that 40% win percentage is the most popular number in the league right now, and yeah. that's that's where I'm, right where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, how many teams are at 40%? Three of them. Three. So we have multiple scoregasms, Martian Law and McGee and the Brady Bunch, all it's sitting at 40%. Um, yeah, it's right now the magic number is 
That's what gets you in the playoffs. You get there, right you're now. in. Yep, right now. Yeah, and remember, there's 14 games, so getting to seven wins guarantees the 500. Yeah, getting to seven and seven. Do you think seven and seven makes the playoffs? Um, at it, the end of the season, seven and seven. I mean, it's no. seven and seven. I think seven. No, and seven. because there's there's gonna be. I mean, no. I mean, I don't think so. So you have to go I eight think, and six to I make think the playoffs. Eight and six is gonna do wow. it. Yeah. Because there's already, we already have an eight-win team. That's you. Mm-hmm. We have two six-win teams already. Right. So there's three spots out of four. Yeah. So you got to... I mean, here's the thing. Nobody in week 11 is out of the playoffs. I think we're... Not one. Yeah, I think we're in a race to eight or nine. Yeah. And, I mean, even Chalupa Batman, who's sitting at the bottom at three and seven, there's four games to go, could finish seven and seven. Is that good enough? Mathematically now, it says it's okay because yeah. she is not eliminated from the playoffs. Right. But we'll see if, I mean, 7-7 seven and seven can do it. She has to win out to get to 7-7. Seven and yeah. seven. But isn't it crazy that this Chalupa Batman sitting at 3-7 and seven and 500 is not out of the picture? Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, um, that's basically the two divisions right now. And I'm, I'm excited that 2-2 two and two right now for the playoffs, SFL West and East, uh, both represented pretty strongly right now. The next announcement, next announcement I wanted to talk about is the 2017 SFL draft. Yes, we're already looking at the future, John. Who's playing for draft picks? Are you playing for picks at this point? Have you given up? Um, it took a lot of decision amongst the staff, amongst the uh, the, the board the of directors, de- the dealership of my, crew, <laughs> amongst the board of directors. My dad owns a dealership. Yeah. My dad it was sitting at the head of the table. Yeah, of course. Um, by the way, by the way, side note, I was looking at uh, totalfratmove.com, which is one TFM, of my TFM, of yeah. course. And I just looked at their shop to see what things they were selling. Guess what? They're selling stuff? I thought it was just naked chicks. Uh, That's part of it. Okay. Uh, One of their shirts says, my dad owns a dealership. Ah, Of course. Wow. That's funny. That's amazing. So, um, anyway, I don't think we're giving up. But to give everybody an idea of the draft next year and how picks are going to be determined. Because this year we had an interesting draft. It was all based on some terrible beer pong skills. Mm -hmm. And um, all random. Yep. But from now on, since we trade draft picks... Since we basically we have keepers, this is basically a franchise league now because yep. we have building teams. Yep. We have to have a set structure of draft picks, but we're throwing an SFL mix into this thing. Okay, what do you got? Okay, so let me throw this at you. The NFL, for their draft picks, has the worst team picking first next yep. year and the best team picking last. And it's not a sit-ink draft, though. So the best team does get the shaft in this. Yep. Because the NFL, better than any other league in the world, does a better job at getting every team to 8-8 eight and eight than any other league in the sure, world. They balance. want every team to be 500. Right. But we don't do that here. We do a snake draft. We can't do that. Right. However, the NBA. The NBA draft has a lottery for the worst 14 teams in the league. Hmm. And so the team who's worst has a better chance, but not guaranteed, right. to be the number one pick in the draft. Right. And again, they're not a snake draft. So we have to find the mix of both. And here is the official, no questions asked, this is how it's going to go next year, mix SFL 2017 draft order. Lay it on me. It's a mix of the NFL and the NBA. Whoever does not make the playoffs, the four worst teams in the SFL, are going to be in a lottery with just themselves. They are guaranteed top four pick in the draft. Okay. okay. So they are going to be picks, one through four. All even, though. So There's it's a, no... It's a four-team lottery. It's a four-team lottery. 
However, there is not like the NBA where the best team ha- or the worst team has a better odds of getting number one. These all have same odds. Yep. So there's no tanking. Cool. If you're bottom four, you're guaranteed top four, but you don't know which order until the day of the draft. Okay. Now the playoff teams, the top four, same thing. They're going to be in a lottery of themselves, oh, yeah. but they're guaranteed bottom four picks. Oh. But remember, it's a snake draft, so really they get a second pick before the worst teams, but the order is all up to them. So it really determines just what half you're in of yeah. where. So if you plan on squeaking into the playoffs and losing in, in, right away, you could don't. still. <laughs> don't. Because if, you, if you're one game out from the playoffs and you don't get in, you could get the first pick. Now here's what I like about this system. In traditional fantasy football, snake drafts, people hate middle picks. Because you pick and you wait. Yep. And, and there's no back-to-back picks. However, and then again, there's some people that hate the end picks because you pick and pick and then you wait a long time. Yeah. So, really, I think I like this system so much because there's still random qualities. Because fantasy football is supposed to be random. It's yeah. not too serious. Right. So, there's still random qualities, but based on how you do the previous season dictates where you're going to draft in a certain way, but it's still random. Sure. In a certain way. Now, John. Right now, we're looking at additional, an expansion, two teams for next year's SFL, 2017 season. So we should maybe go to 10 next season. Granted, we already have a spot reserved for our boy Alex, um, and he's so excited about the league. So why don't you tell the people what the SFL is going to do for the two new teams about draft order? So what's going to happen with the two new teams that we add is they can go fuck themselves. We draft, and then they draft whoever's left, right? right? Calm down. Isn't that it? No, that's not it. Oh, it's we not? discussed it. Oh, oh, the thing. Okay, so basically, from what I understand, you're going to take, uh, it's basically going to be a coin flip. Mm-hmm. One team's going to go into that first pile, the first top four picks. Next team's going to go in the other pile. Yeah. Right? So we're going to, because we're all, if we ever do an expansion, it's yeah. always going to be expanded by an even number. Yeah. So half of the new teams are going to go into one side of the draft, yeah. and the other half is going to go to the second half. And it's then we're going to lottery it, right. just like normal. So basically, one of the new teams didn't make the playoffs, one of the new teams did make the playoffs, just for sake of right. what side they go in. So one pot is going to have uh, a 20% chance of getting first pick. Correct. And the other pot, the best pick you can get is six. Yeah, if you, if you are in a person that loves end of first round, beginning of second round. That's, that's the key. A lot of people don't mm. like that. Some people like yeah. just getting in the middle. So you're kind of like not... Stuck between a rock and a hard place of picking good twice in a row. You can kind of see how the draft is going. Yeah. And, I don't know. But that's uh, some talk for the beginning cool. of next year. Yeah, that, that'll be good. Yeah, it's the I recommend, NFL draft. I recommend for the, for picking your for picks is throwing darts at balloons. Okay. Instead of That's for actually balls. making your picks. Yeah. Okay. And the player that you pick is inside the balloon you pop. Right, 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 right. And so, let's say you would put, like, Aaron Rodgers in a balloon, Le'Veon Bell in a balloon. Yeah. Um, and then you could put, like, Roberto Aguayo in a balloon. Right. And you throw it. Whatever balloon yeah. pops, that's, that's, who, that's who you squad. get. Yeah. Really randomize this thing. <laughs> if anybody does that next year, good you on you. You want to see some fucking trades, you randomize <laughs> the draft. <laughs> no, don't do that. Blind picks. Yeah, Blind picks. So we're going to do the same thing where we have stickers, but you don't see them. It's pin, pin, pin the player on your squad. 
<laughs> you're, we're going to have blank things. Right. You don't see it. We're going to blindfold you. Right. You pick one off of a position. Right. You get to pick the position. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll give them that. You see, I want to pick a QB. Yeah, and so we give you, and you just pick a random one. That's the one you get. Oh, God. You end up getting Mark Sanchez or something. Yeah. Ugh, horrible. <laughs> you know he has a job in Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow doesn't. Where's, where's he working? Uh, up at the, the Kroger? Who? Sanchez. Who? You said he has a job. Yeah, he has a job. Where's he working? He's a backup for the Cowboys. Oh, he's playing football. Yeah, he's. In, oh wow, he's. He's terrible. second string until Tony Romo gets back. Wow, Tony Romo is going is backing up Sanchez right now. Yes. Shit. <laughs> he's falling far. All right, so, all right, that's enough announcements. That's enough looking forward. Let's talk about right now. What's going on right now? With a little bit of the past. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's talk about our teams, John. Let's bef- really quickly. Let's briefly go over our teams. I'm eight and two. The best thing about being 8-2 and and the status of my team are two things, and two things only. One, I have been the luckiest in terms of injuries. Yeah. The luckiest. I have not had one. You're killing it. Not had one. The second thing is, I think my floor of a team, no matter who I put out there, is 160. Jeez. I don't think I can score less than that. I really don't. It's insane. Like, without David Johnson and Larry Fitz a couple weeks ago, I scored 220. This week with those guys in, and I had a, like one, two bad games, I scored 180. It, it's, I don't know if I can go below 160 with the guys I have all over my team. I know. Yeah. Are you upset? I just can't. <laughs> I can't. I want everybody to remember. Let's reminisce about my team. This is the only thing I'm going to talk about this week about my team. I'm going to reminisce about my trades. That sure. I made Tell year. us about your trades. All right. So I had Christine Michael. I picked him up week one, week two off the waivers because Thomas Rawls got hurt. Yep. I picked him up. I traded him away. Where's Christine Michael now? He's not in He's the league. cut. He's gone. He have a job. Bye. No job. Um, and I got a punt. I got Melvin Gordon. I got Aaron Rodgers. These are all from trades. Melvin Gordon and Aaron Rodgers are from trades. And these are the guys I, tr- I gave up. Christine Michael, Carlos Hyde, and Will Fuller. Where the hell are those three? Yeah. Exactly. Wow, you made some good trades. So... I traded those guys again. And remember, this is how Kim won the league last year. Not the SFL, Gee's League. Is she traded Devontae Freeman at the height of his value. Ballsy trades. At the height of the value. Yeah. So I traded Carlos Hyde and Will Fuller to what seemed to be potential rookies. Or I don't know if Carlos Hyde's a rookie, but Will Fuller, rookie of the year. And Carlos Hyde, a beast, only good running back on San Francisco's team. Yeah, on the way up, yeah. Christine Michael, the only good running back, what we thought was the only good running back in Seattle. Yep. Thomas Rawls hurt. And look at them now. Their value has plummeted. You couldn't get anything. Look, Joe Buck yourself cut Christine Michael. I mean, you have to, obviously. But that's basically showing that trading at the height of value is the key of fantasy football. Yep. Is getting the most for your for your buck. So I got Melvin Gordon, and I got Aaron Rodgers from trades, and Jeez. those are huge. Now, I will, I will give some insight to why I traded for Melvin Gordon. Um, for some reason, I love guys that have to play hard every play hmm. because those are the guys that will put up points even in bad games sure so even if it's a bad game even if it's a bad matchup even if it's a game that might not win they're going to get theirs yeah there's some merit to that sure for example david johnson in a six to six game put up 30 points wow that's unheard that's of that's amazing so when i watch melvin gordon and again i watch almost every game if not every game on red zone and full games yeah melvin gordon's story is hilarious to me and it kind of for some reason there was an outside not statistical thing that made me get melvin gordon his mom now this is 100 percent serious now i am not making a joke look at my face i'm serious melvin gordon's mom is the most hard-ass mom in the league i think hmm. she 
will call him up after a game and say, you should have made this cut. You should have done this. You play hard every play or else I'm not going to watch. Wow. That type of player is going to be on my squad. Yeah, that's cool. So you ha- it's that. just a hard player. That's How am just- I supposed to know that? They don't put that in, on Roto Wire. They said it one week, huh. and it said, and it was a thing I've read b- about before. So yeah. it wasn't one hundred percent like, oh, that's weird. It was one of those things. Oh, I've heard that before. Wow. I want him. That's I know crazy. that sounds weird. I know nobody's gonna believe me, but I swear that was the key that said I want Melvin Gordon. Damn. That was the the. The thing that said, you know what? He's a good runner. Okay. I want him. And, how's and Danny Woodhead got hurt. And Danny Woodhead Right, that hurt. That, that hurts, too. What's up? Uh, so how'd that work out for you? Awesome. He's well. the number one running back in the league. Ridiculous. <laughs> All right. So that's my team, John. Um, I hope I can go. I, I have a tough game this week. I have Romosexual this week. I beat him last time I played him. But it's tough to beat a team twice in a, in a year. So I'm trying to go 9-2 and two going into the last three division games of the season. Woo! Nine and two, I'm confident in making the playoffs. I'm yeah. confident in making the playoffs now. Yeah, but nine and two, yeah, feels, feels good. real good. Um, so I have now lost three in a row for the second time this season. <laughs> and I came back last time. Mm-hmm. I won, so I lost three, mm-hmm. won four, lost three. If I win four, I'm in the playoffs. I'm eight and six. Doesn't it feel gross looking at your squad on the standings and it says zero oh, and three in division? Like, you've had to look yeah, at that all year. Right. Like, that well, can't change until was, the end. Th- this is uh, what I call PLB, which is pre-Le'Veon Bell. Okay, the PLB times. Yep. PLB. So, Le'Veon Bell is back. My team is on track. Yeah, I've had some low-scoring games. But uh, now Deion Lewis is coming back, who, I don't know if you remember, I drafted. I cut James White this week. Ah, why did you do that? I needed a second kicker. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll... You, I'll pick up James White. Yeah, pick him up. Um, but uh, I'm feeling pretty good about the division because uh, I know I got at least one win in there, maybe two. Okay. So you're guaranteeing yourself two wins in the division, putting yourself at six and six. How do you do this week? Which, again, we're going to predict these later. But right now, you said eight and six is the I think, necessity. I think I win four straight and go eight and six. You have to go eight and I six. Win According ne- to what you said if earlier. I, that's if I win out, right? There's four yeah, games left. Correct. If yeah. you win out, you go eight and six. And I'm in the playoffs. Now, you lost three once, uh-huh. then you won four, Yep. then you lost three. Now I'm going to win four. Again. So, basically, if we go by patterns, you are going to win the next four. Yeah, One patterns of against are real. Me, Get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Damn, I, I do have to win out to go eight and six. I, I'll do it. Okay. That's, that's, that you puts way it. more pressure. I feel like you just got really tense. Yeah, now you I realize how... <laughs> I am. It just hit me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you can't score 160 every fucking game. Every week. Do you want to look at the chart? I mean, I'm just saying you can't no, keep no, I doing can't. I don't. I, I know. There has been some weeks a long time ago where I scored really low. Yeah. But that was the P. Aaron Rodgers time and the P. P-A-R-R. Par. <laughs> yeah, the par and the... PMG. 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 So yeah, John, we're in completely opposite boats right now. Yes. But, but... Winning four in a row. Winning four in a row gets you in the playoffs. I've done it for before. Sure. Just, I could do it again. Exactly. You've done it before. True. It's just got to be completely opposite of what happened at the beginning of the year, which you do have a completely different squad. So I don't think it's too far-fetched to think yes. about. All right. So those are our squads. Uh, we're going to talk about other people's squads very shortly. Uh, playoff predictions. This is where we're going to give our picks. Post-trade deadline picks. Now, we're not, uh, nothing's on the line here. Right. But now that we know the squads, there's no trades going to happen. I mean, the little bit of waiver working, but it's not going to be too much. Who makes the playoffs? Who are your four in, four out? Um, Denon's dealership, Immaculate Reception, 
Multiple scorgasms, homosexual. Boom. I feel I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew you were gonna go three SFL yeah. uh, West teams. Um, my prediction for playoffs is my dad owns a dealership. Immaculate reception, homosexual, McGee and the Brady Bunch. Two and two. I think Joe Buck yourself, Martian Law, multiple scorgasms, and Chalupa Batman are sitting on the outside looking in at the end of the season. That's my prediction. We'll see what we think. There's nothing on the line there, but yeah. you know what was on the line? Ice, water, buckets. Mm. Buckets. Um, do you remember that? John, do you remember your days of playing Ego Ball? Yeah, I remember the days, yeah. We had some good days. There was a time where at least four of us played pretty much every weekday. I think for yes. a short time. Yes, that was Every before day. they redid the school. Right, and the thing is with ego ball was so awesome because it was only four people needed. Yeah, any more than that, it gets a little crowded. We were, man, we were, we were crossing cats, crossing cats, cross me out, getting buckets. Yeah, we were. It was a good time. We yeah. did like one time we did that, uh, just totally unplanned, uncommunicated. Uh, bounce off the backboard. Yeah, that's like highlight dunk. of our, that was our career. Still my favorite thing ever in sports. <laughs> if anybody wants to play ego ball, yeah. hit us up. But John is retired. John is now retired from the game. I'm, 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 I'll be back eventually. Oof. I'm just on a, I'm on a hiatus. Hiatus, okay. Um, ice water buckets, dude. So we had a couple bets. One is over. Yep. Dean won picking the Buccaneers defense. I picked by the Jaguars score. defense, and I'm still blaming Blake Bortles. He won by a score yeah, over by the one course point. of eight weeks. That's crazy. Was it one point or seven points? It was, it was seven, seven points. points, yeah. So I lost by a touchdown, an extra point. Um, and uh, I blame it all on Blake Bortles, 100% on Blake Bortles. I'll never forgive him or UCF for producing this, <laughs> or his parents. Um, the, the Bortles. God, I hate that. Uh, but anyway, I'm losing. So Dean, once he brings a ice water bucket cooler whatever to football on saturday morning i will be dumped on i will get that dumped on me uh we will hopefully videotape and put on our website um yeah that'll be fun but the new ice water bet update that is now fresh because we were tied for a bunch of weeks and last week i went three and one john's hidden predictions because he wasn't on air to say these but he was two and two he picked the entire sfl west last week like always and so the update right now is three and one to two and two. We're just gonna start at zero and zero. Since Not we're too bad. Anyway. Not too bad. No. So three and one, two and two. It's anybody's game. Yeah. This is going all the way through the playoffs. We making our new picks now or what? Uh, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do it. Are we ready to close out the show? Uh, I'm ready to make my picks. That's the end of the show. Is it? Yeah. Is that all we got today? Yeah, that's all we got. Okay. All right. Week eleven predictions, people. This is what you've been waiting for, and we're making both our picks on air, so nobody can claim that the other person cheated. No cheating. No cheating. We're looking at the scores. Week 11. We, uh, game number one, the game of the week. Romosexual, 6-4 and four against my dad owns a dealership, 8-2. and two. The number one teams in their respective divisions. The matchup of the week. The final game of the out-of-conference schedule. Who do you got? Romosexual or my dad owns a dealership? Um, I'm going to make this pick... Uh, based on who I know you're going to pick, I'm going to pick Romosexual. Go against who I think you're going to pick. Okay, so you're just playing for the ice water on this one. I want I want to ice you. Now, here's the thing. Just looking at the teams really quickly, he has some great guys not on bye weeks. My guys on bye weeks are the Atlanta Falcons and the San Diego Chargers, so I'm missing Julio Jones and Melvin Gordon this week. That's a big and Matt hit. Bryant. And Matt Bryant. Those are... 
all three number one players in their division in their respective position. Jesus. So I'm missing three huge players, but what comes in is David Johnson, Jay Ajayi, Jamison Crowder, and Allen Robinson. Jamison Crowder has a great matchup. He's been beasting. I love the kid from Duke. Um, What's wrong with uh, Larry Fitzgerald? Why is he questionable? He's been. He, the thing is, they're always going to have him questionable from here on out uh, okay. because he's not going to practice. They've already said he's too. They don't want to waste his energy on practices. He's going to catch a couple balls here and there, go out and play every Sunday. That's just what they've already said. I actually really like that kind of coaching. Yeah. No, he's, he's Larry not. Fitzgerald. Exactly. What's he going to do? Right. How the hell can he make his teammates better by practice? And they're and they're protecting him from himself. Larry yeah. goes so go hard in hard. practice. Yeah. So they're kind of just saying, Larry, just run. Not a Get, game. Yeah. Not a game. It's not a game. Oh, We're talking about practice. Practice. He is no Allen Iverson, let's just say that. But with that all being said, I'm actually picking against myself. No. I think I will lose this week. I real if I'm making a legitimate prediction. I'm making a legitimate prediction. Odell Beckham, look at this kid's matchups. Look at Romo Sexual's yeah. matchups. They are all good. I'm not even exaggerating. Odell Beckham's going. Drew Brees against Carolina. Greens across the board. Beckham is going against the Bears. Look at this. Look at this. Drew Brees against Carolina. Yeah. Great. DeMarco Murray against Indi- uh, the Colts. Great. Uh, whatever his name is, Murray. Latavius. Latavius Murray against Houston. Great. Jordan Howard. Eh. Des Bryant. Great matchup against Baltimore. Odell against uh, the Chicago Bears. Great matchup. Jimmy Graham. Meh. Goskowski. Great matchup against the 49ers. Giants. Decent matchup against Chicago. And Jake Cutler throws picks like it's his job, which it is his job. So... He is going to win based solely on being lucky. Good I'm going to say that right now, Romo. Yeah, You're luck. getting lucky because you have great matchups this week, and I have two guys on bye weeks this How week. How dare you draft such a good team, Seriously. you lucky son of a bitch. He does have a great draft. Yeah. Team. I love his team. So how I, I just think I'm getting bad luck with my, two, my three bye week players, and my matchups are not the best. Just not the best. Aaron Rodgers has a tough matchup. David Johnson has a tough matchup. Jay Jai has a tough matchup. Larry has a tough matchup. It's it's insane how all my guys have tough matchups and he doesn't. It's just, well. Okay, so we're picking the same team now. Yeah, both taking Roman. So I see him going seven and four. I see me going eight and three there. If I win, I called it. <laughs> all right, second game. Joe Buck yourself five and five. Chalupa Batman three and seven. This is a must win for Chalupa Batman. Actually, I shouldn't even say that. This is a must win for everybody. But Chalupa Batman basically can write the check finally for next season, next season only, because 3-8 and eight will not win, make the playoffs, I don't think. Um, so here is the game. Joe Buck yourself, 5-5, five five, Chalupa Batman, 3-7. and seven. Um, uh, After looking at the matchups... Let's look at bye weeks. Phil Rivers, by? Matt Ryan. Two quarterbacks and, out of his three. <laughs> yeah. And who is it leaving with? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, who he just um, picked up. Yeah, I'm taking Joe Buck yourself. Okay. Chalupa Batman's got Ben Roethlisberger against Cleveland, though. Jonathan Stewart against that's New Orleans. Ne- that's never a great matchup, those two teams. I know. That divisional matchup never is, is a blowout like you expect it to be. Hmm. And, Gron- and who knows if Gronk's going to play. Who knows if he'll ever play again. That punctured lung. Good God. Punctured lung. However, Julius Thomas is coming on. Um, you know what? I'm going to go against you on this one. Because, I, I mean, it's going to take Mike Evans to go off to carry that squad. Because uh, Miami's defense is playing great. Theo Riddick is questionable. Um, yeah, I'm going to go opposite of you. I'm going to say Chalupa Batman's going to go 4-7 and seven here. Hmm. So we're separate there. So you're going Joe Buck, I'm going Chalupa. 
Next game on the docket, Martian Law 4 and 6, multiple scoregasms 4 and 6. The battle for 5 and 6. You got Martian Law, Rockin' Andrew Luck, LaShawn McCoys, Ezekiel Elliott, obviously beast, but he has going up against a great rush defense. We're talking the second best rush defense, probably. Second, third, I don't know, one of those. Uh, so that's going to be tough. I think we can agree that I'm definitely going to win this game. I'm picking multiple scoregasms because I'm going to win out four games. Even with a suspended play? Yep. Alshon can suck it. He's gone. Okay. I have to drop him. He's plus, we got four games left. He's suspended for all four, mm-hmm. right? Unless he comes back for the playoffs. Unless he comes back for the playoffs. Um, ah, damn, is that worth hanging on to, though? <laughs> you're it. so tense after realizing right? you have to win all these games. <sighs> all right, so you're picking? Of course. I'm taking me. I didn't take me. Don't say of course. Well, I, I said I was going to win out, so I got to take True. me. True. All right. Um, I'm going to go with... I'm going with Martian Law. Yeah, I'm going to go with Martian Law here. So we're separate. Wow. Uh, we're different on the Joe Buck, yourself, and Chalupa game and Martian Law multiple scoregasms game. Um, so I'm taking two SFLEs teams there. All right, last game of the week, McGee and the Brady Bunch 4-6 and six against Immaculate Reception 6-4. and four. Yeah, McGee's got to win this. McGee has to win this. Uh, Tom Brady against San Francisco is a decent matchup. Doug Martin's playing okay. Um, Antonio Brown against Cleveland. Like, I, like you said, though, it might not be that great of a game for him. Against Immaculate Reception, who's rocking... Derek Carr, who's beasting. LeGarrette Blunt, who gets touchdowns. What do you think? Houston's good, though. Um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Gee. I'm going to go with McGee's uh, Breeze Knees or whatever the hell it seems. McGee and the... What is it? Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch. Uh, I'm going to go with... You know what? I'm going to go with Immaculate Reception. We are different on uh, three. three games. And the only one that works the same on is the game against me. How crazy are we that we're picking against the 8-2 and two team? That scores a metric fuck ton of points. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we might be crazy. Matchups. You know what? Switcheroo on you. We're different on all four games. Going I'm going with. I, you know, I talked myself into it at the very end. My dad owns a dealership. You can't argue against eight and two. All right, cool. So we'll go. Wow, we all split. four games. Wow. That's how good the SFL is. Screw the NFL. Come watch our games. Yeah, you could. I mean, you could potentially take a monstrous lead. Yeah, I'm up by one right now. Yeah, but if, if we split them, if you but if you sweep this, oh my gosh. Hey, if you sweep, you're up three. Yeah. So those are our predictions, people. We are different on all of them, every single one. So to recap our picks, usually we recap for... I know it sounds like we're recapping for you guys, but we actually recap for us because we forget what our picks were next week. Um, (laughs) I'm picking my dad owns a dealership against John's Romosexual. I am picking Joe Buck Yourself. uh, No, I'm sorry. I'm picking Chalupa Batman to John's Joe Buck Yourself, right? Mm -hmm. I'm picking uh, Martian Law. You're picking multiple scorgasms. And then I am picking... Immaculate reception to your McGee and the Brady Bunch. I think you got the the Martian Law pick wrong. Really? I think that's the only one you, <laughs> that you need to change right now. Nah. Right. We're on number different on all four. So that's our show, John. It is? Yeah, that's it, man. Oh, okay. So all I have to say to people is show up Saturday. Get ready for the ballots. Yep. What do you have for them? Uh, just the that exit music. Burnt. 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 
Pereiro, 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 Perei